Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We are in episode four of our series on the disciplines of a competitive life. We're going to talk about carving out your place in the sport, which can be contest to contest and year to year. It doesn't have to be that long trajectory we talked about in the first couple of episodes. But um, I, I think of the the pursuit we all have, which is to win. And when I spoke earlier about being 15 years old and having outlined my entire potential career, you know, it ended, and you can laugh at this if you want, at being Mr. Olympia. But along the way, I realized that wasn't going to happen, you know, that that 15-year-old, 14-year-old childhood dream. Uh, but at the same time, I found a lot of contentment in deciding where I was going to go for that next rung of the ladder. You know, how was I going to, you know, win an open class? How was I going to win an overall? How was I going to get to national level competition? How was I going to win my pro card? How was I going to finally, you know, beat somebody in the pro ranks? How was I going to place in the top five? And that made for an incredibly just, just happy, fulfilling career every step of the way, because it was never all about winning everything each time out. And I think by carving a place like that, uh, we can really create the longevity and, and the contentment we want in the sport. Yeah, absolutely. The big thing's consistency with how you come in and then improving each year, obviously. Depending on the division, sometimes bikini, you don't want to improve. You've set the uh, a pretty good standard. But yeah, I think that uh, I, I really like that you changed uh, appropriately your expectation too on you know, and, and I realized that too really early in my journey. Um, you know, I had started working out for my first four months and was looking at Flex magazine. And with how fast I was growing, I was like, maybe five or six years I will be here. And then I hit my first plateau and I thought I'd be running smooth again. And that result was even a little slower than the last one. And I thought, man, this is going to take 10 years now. And then I started thinking maybe 20 or, and then you start finding out there's a lot more things going on behind scenes, but uh, you do have to be an adult on how you, uh, you know, how you shorten those goals, you know, maybe make them a little bit less, uh, you know, um, high on the ladder and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Because it doesn't mean you're saying no to that next step, just maybe here's a better one for now. And then maybe we try to reach that later. And I'll, I'll take it to a different place as well with just the fact that maybe your career winning is not the ultimate goal anyway. I'll give an example. I have a, a client I've worked with who, who decided he wanted to compete in 100 contests. That was his goal. And, uh, and then he was going to retire. Well, guess what? Now he's up to like 130. And, and I think he, he may have crossed into his 70s, and he's won a lot of shows. I mean, he won a lot of Masters contests, Grandmasters, Ultramasters. But at the same time, it's just I, I love that goal. I love that pursuit. I love the lifestyle. And, and so that those numbers in how many years in a row can I compete and so forth, that became part of the actualization and, and his priority that really gave him some fulfillment. So uh, I think of other people who – do it as part of their career, maybe as a coach. And, and yes, even though, you know, it'd be great to win everything and win the biggest titles in the world, 
but sometimes it's just being able to show your clients that you're in it with them and you're doing this for all the right reasons. And, and, and you're, you're sharing that journey with them. I mean, that can be a big part of, of the enjoyment. Maybe at different times, it's, it's kind of a, of, of a comeback gut check. I have, you know, in my age, I have a lot of friends who have competed and then all of a sudden they show up 10, 15 years later and say, I want to, I want to do a master's show. I'm going to, I want to get back in my best shape ever and, and really have fun. And, and that becomes a goal. So it doesn't always have to be about that first place medal hanging around your neck. Right. Absolutely. It, one last thing I'll, I'll kind of say about career, because I think this is an important note. I know a lot of coaches listen to us, Adam, and uh, most people, not only in the general population, but even in the competitive world, you know, they respect what it takes just to be a competitor. So I would not consider it a failure. And I would take a lot of pride in, in whatever level you can boast along the way. So you can say you're a national level competitor. You can say you're a, a state champion. You, you know, there are so many ways to, to look at and, and, and enjoy what you have accomplished even though it may not be the the top rung on the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's head on to episode five. We'll let you guys wrap this one up with, with that final word. And we'll see you next time when we start talking about how you can make the, even just the most minute parts of your daily competitive life as, as tremendous wins toward a successful long-term career. We'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.